Hi friend, welcome back to my channel. It's Wit. Today, I'm here with another video to help empower and encourage you on your path to purpose. So stay tuned after the intro and let's get into the message. Today we're going to be talking about surrendering and healing. So I actually spent some time, um, some devotional time with God today where I really, you know, just was listening to worship and I just felt led to journal. And as I was journaling, I didn't really know what I was going to write, but I just felt like I should. So as I started, you know, I just asked the Holy Spirit to get my pen and as I was writing, I just kind of poured out my heart about what I'm seeing in the world and it's so different whenever you accept God and you start changing and you start growing and you become spiritually mature you actually start to notice the condition of the world and today it really hit me I see so many people you know I, I've talked to you all about following the people that I follow on Instagram before and I follow you know a lot of different accounts and most of them post Christian content because I like to you know make sure that I'm keeping my feet consistent to who I am and not seeing a lot of you know things of the world that could distract me from what I'm trying to do so anyhow so most of my the accounts that I follow are other believers and it really hit me you know to see like so many believers just still being lost. And I know there are people who may come on this video and may not have ever known who Jesus was. And then there are people that are gonna be on here that have accepted Jesus. And I think that a lot of us, once we accept Jesus Christ as our savior, it's like we just stop there. Like we don't continue to, continue to seek him out. We don't go read our Bibles. We don't really feel like we need to do anything other than just accept him. And of course, once we accept Jesus Christ, we're saved, you know, we, he has forgiven us, he, we're saved, you know, we go to heaven. But that's not just, that's not all that's involved in the kingdom of God. That's not all that we have to inherit. Of course, that is something that's huge. And that, let's not take away from that, but we inherit peace here on earth. We can inherit more than just where our soul spends an eternity. Um, so of course we want to go to heaven. Whenever we die, we want to be with God, but what about now? What about while we're here on earth? I see so many believers, not just on my social media, but just people that I know that I was raised with, that grew up in church their whole life. You know, people that I know, you know, have been really big in church before. And I, whenever I was in the world and before I, you know, truly started working towards, you know, being a better person and a better um, Christian, I had so much respect for these people and I thought that they knew, you know, so much. But now, um, being, you know, more spiritually mature, I realized that so many people accept Jesus and that's the end of it. And so many people know scripture, but they don't know God. And that's a hard thing because when you're memorizing scripture just to teach other people or just to preach it to other people, but you're not using it to change your life, you're not using it to truly like pray to God and ask him for the things that he's promised us in the Bible. When you don't really believe it, but you're just using it to manipulate people and control people, you're not getting the benefits. So you become 
a bitter person you become a worldly person you're not receiving the full benefit of who god is and i'm speaking this because i went through it i was one of those people who you know got philippians 413 tattooed on me um before i even really understood what it meant i was one of those people who would quote scripture and would share bible verses to encourage other people or to encourage myself in whatever i was going through but i really didn't understand the context of it I really didn't know God. I really didn't have a relationship um, with God. And I am just so thankful that, you know, I did accept Jesus Christ and I did receive the Holy Spirit because I did have guidance to keep me from going too far off track. But I wasn't being freed from the bondage that I was struggling with. I wasn't being freed from, you know, trying to cope by drinking and partying, trying to um, find fulfillment in men and, you know, trying to find validation through social media trying to fill this void that was in my heart that only God could fill. I didn't understand that. And as, as I look, I realize there's so many other people that are like me, that are going through that same thing, that are in the darkness, that know God is real, but haven't come to, you know, haven't went to him to be healed, haven't surrendered their lives to him. And it's because, you know, we think, well, God doesn't really want me. Like, I'm, I'm messed up. I do all this stuff. No, God still loves you. God still loves you and he saves you while you were a sinner. He's, he knows we're going to continue to sin, but he's there to help us. He gives us the Holy Spirit to guide us and to renew us. But we have to do our part too. So that's where I come in with this video. I just want to let people know that there is another way. I know we think that whenever we're out here sleeping with whoever we want to, when we're dating whoever we want to, when we're going wherever we want to, um, whenever we're drinking and partying and doing whatever we want to, I know we feel like we're free and we're living our best life, but are you free from something that you can't go without? And I don't mean like go without it a couple of days, but I mean like giving it up completely. You know alcohol is bad for you. And I'm not saying, you know, you can never have a drink again or anything like that, but we all know that alcohol is bad for you. It can cause cancer, it can cause so many other things. It causes you to be sick the very next day. Sometimes the same day you're, you end up sick. And I know because like I said, I used to drink, I used to party. So we know that it's not doing anything good for our body. It ages you, it makes you look a lot older than you are, it dehydrates your body, makes you wrinkled and you know, it just messes you up before you were supposed to age. And same thing with smoking, you know, it messes your body up, it causes cancer. It does so much to us internally, but we can't go without it because it feels good for a moment, a moment. We can't stop having sex. We can't stop dating, you know, serial dating. I'm not saying anything's wrong with dating if we're doing it in God's way, but whenever we're just serial dating and we're dating blindly, we subject ourselves to so much hurt. And then we sit and wonder, wow, I'm, men ain't, ain't nothing, or these women are no good. There's no good women out here. There's no good men out here. We sit around and say things like that when in reality, there are good people in the world. But they're not looking for someone that is doing all that stuff. They're not looking for someone that's serial dating or that's gonna cut them off because they couldn't text back immediately because they were at work or because they were doing something with their purpose. They're not looking for someone that's super clingy and doesn't have an identity in themselves. And I am not coming for anybody who has done those things because the only reason I know about it is because I was one of those people. I didn't have an identity. I was the girl that would text you all day and if you didn't text me back, I felt away. 
because my identity was tied up in who I was dating at the time. And then it got to the point where I would just text multiple people because if one person couldn't text back, somebody else will. And I was trying to find fulfillment in people. I was trying to find fulfillment in a bottle. I was trying to find fulfillment in smoking weed. Like I was trying to find fulfillment in so many different things and I couldn't. And at some point we have to realize, okay, I'm in a cycle and I can't break out of this cycle. And don't think that just because those things are looked at as derogatory in the world, that other things aren't. You can be a workaholic. That can be very bad for your health. That can be very bad for your family. It can be very bad for you internally because you're not feeding your spirit. You are just working, 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 but you don't, you're not even stopping to enjoy life. One day you're going to look back and your youth is going to be gone. And then what? Yeah, you might be 80 years old and you might have all the money that you can travel and so and so and your kids may have money, but what did you do to impact yourself? To impact your, what did you do to change you? And what did you do to help others? You know, yeah, you might have helped your kids by leaving them something, but what about outside of them? What about the next generation? What about the kingdom? You know, the people around you, your neighborhood, your community, what else have you done besides work, work, work? I don't have time to do anything because I work. And when you find your identity in things, whenever you lose that job, if you lose, you know, your career, you have to start over, you lose who you are. That's why we see so many people dealing with depression and anxiety because they're so stressed out that they're going to lose something and they because they have placed their identity in it. And I was the same way. I was placing my identity in so many things or trying to at least and none of it was who I am. I didn't know who I was because I didn't know who my creator was. I didn't ask my creator to show me so I'm still learning you know and I'm still breaking free of things that I have you know generational curses that have been in my family for generations I'm still breaking free of my own bondage things that I brought upon myself I'm still you know having to shed off old relationships and memories and delete pictures and things like that I'm still having to go through this whole process because of my own hurt so it's no by no means any judgment toward anybody that's going through this. I just want you to know that there is something better. God can, if you allow God, if you really truly invite him in and ask him to change you and ask him to show you and, you know, pick up his Bible. A lot of the answers are in his word. Like a lot of the things that we go through is covered in our Bible. And whenever we pick it up, a lot of our questions are naturally answered. So, um... It's so important that we get to know God, that we're praying and we're asking him to help us and that we're surrendering our hurt to him. Yes, we can say, you know, so-and-so did this to me. And yes, we can use that as an excuse to keep being angry or to keep being bitter or to keep, you know, people at a distance. But at the end of the day, is that really helping us? Is that really fulfilling us? No, it's not. We need love. Love is part of who we are we need to feel that love we need to be around people we need to um you know just have community but whenever we're hurt we distance ourselves we don't want to be around people we don't want to give anybody else a chance to hurt us we don't want to um subject ourselves to any more pain so we just distance ourselves and we use our past hurts as a reason to do that and it blocks us from receiving the things that god is trying to bring into our life so what i'm saying today is is surrender that pain to god God can heal you, and God wants to heal you. And the Bible tells us that God works all things for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So knowing that God will heal you, God will work those things for good, God will make good out of that pain. 
yeah, you might have gone through something extremely painful, but you can help the next person through that. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do with this channel. I want to encourage people who have gone through the same things or similar things that I have to keep seeking God and to know that they're still worthy. And you can do the same. The, the Your story, what you've gone through is a testimony. Somebody else is going through that. Even though you may feel all alone in the world, I can guarantee you there are many people who would benefit from hearing your story and would benefit from hearing your growth and how God brought you through that. But to get to that point, you have to allow God to bring you through that. If you're not praying about it, if you're just holding on to it and you're like, oh, I can't let this go. This is, it's your crutch. It becomes your crutch. It becomes, you, you gain this victim you have this victim mentality and like I said you use it as a sword against people to prevent anybody from getting close and you use it as an excuse to not do things and you use it as an excuse to stay in bed all day but do you want to stay in bed for the rest of your life do you want to be alone for the rest of your life I'm sure you don't nobody really truly wants that because we are created to love and we are created to desire love so we need that and if we are willing to let go of that pain and let God use it by just going to him and telling him, God, I've been through this, I've been through that, and I know you've seen everything that I've gone through, and I pray and I ask you to heal me. I ask you to, I ask you to bring me through this. I ask you to show me your way and help me to grow. God will do that. If you're sitting here and praying and asking that he helps you to grow and helps you know, you to understand and gain compassion and gain mercy, like he will do that. He will help you to grow. He's not going to hold that back from you. He wants that for you. He wants you to see the miracle that he can work out of your pain. But if you don't give it to him, he's not just going to force it on you. If you're not willing to surrender that pain, he's not going to force you to let it go. So um, I just want to, you know, invite people to let it go. You know, heal, forgive. Some people are never going to say sorry. Some people don't even realize that they've done anything wrong because they've been hurt, because they've gone through so much. They had no one to teach them. And you don't want to continue to hurt other people because of what you've been through. You don't want to become that person that hurt you. Even though you may not be hurting people in the same way, you don't want to become that bitter person that uses an excuse of being hurt to hurt other people. So give that pain to God. Get in the Bible. Get to know who he is and who he says you are. And allow him to change you and heal you. Um, like I said, that's what I did. I started out, I was still living in sin. I wasn't changing and becoming better. Um, I mean, I was, I guess, in a sense. I didn't realize it because it was a process. But at the time, like I was like, God, look, I like to party. I like to drink. I like to have sex. Um, uh, you're just going to have to get to know me like this. You're, I'm, I'm going to keep coming to you. I'm going to keep reading my Bible. But I don't know how to give all this stuff up. So... I know I'm going to keep doing it, even though you. I know that it's, it's not of you. I'm going to keep on doing it because I don't know how to stop. But I'm going to still read my Bible. I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to talk to you. I'm still going to build a relationship with you. And the more I got to know God, the more those things started to fall off of me. I stopped desiring those things. I started wanting to honor God with my life. And once you get to that point, you don't want to keep doing the same. You don't want to keep falling into the same sin. And it becomes so much easier. See, before I, what I was doing, I was trying to get my life right and then go to God. That's not how it works. We have to go to God and he helps us to get our life right. We can't do it on our own. Our flesh is weak. Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. So acknowledge, God, I don't know how to do it. And that's being humble. That is nine times out of 10. That's exactly what God is wanting us to say. I can't do it on my own. I need you. 
and when we invite him in and we tell him like i don't know how to stop but i do want a relationship with you he will start changing us internally the holy spirit will start showing us whenever we're doing something wrong and helping us to walk away from it and say no or to turn it down and helping us to feel that void once that void is filled we no longer like i said we don't feel like we need to get validation from the world we don't feel like we gotta take a trip to find peace it it's life-changing i i don't even know how to put it into words because my life has just changed so much but I, it, it seems impossible like I really don't know like I, I told you I felt like I could not change I felt like I couldn't give those things up and somehow a year later you know less than a year later for some of it I was I had given all of it up I had walked away from everything that I thought I needed now of course I'm still working on other sins you know still I'm still working on becoming better and being a more loving and compassionate person um, but the sins that I was struggling with the most, the things that I thought I could not let go of, had fallen off naturally. So I feel so much better about who I am as a person. I feel like I know who I am. People can't come and, you know, just because they don't like me or just because I make a mistake, I don't feel like my world is ending. I have so much more peace. I just, it's different. It's different. It's it's different whenever you find that fulfillment and you don't have to have another person there to validate you or tell you that you're beautiful or that you're loved or that you, you're doing a good job. When God is doing that for you, he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't fail. He's not going to let us down. So when he's doing that for us, it's a whole nother story. So I just want to ask anyone here that's watching this video today, you know, have you truly surrendered? And if you haven't, I think it's time to talk to God and just ask him to truly help you to change. Keep praying. Don't give up. Just because you make a mistake, keep going back to him. Keep telling him. Keep confessing to him and telling him you want to turn away from the way you've been living, but you don't know how. And he will show you the way. And anyone who hasn't accepted Jesus Christ, you know, I really want to invite you to do that because there is so much freedom in Christ. We think that bondage is... We think, you know, when we read the commandments or we hear a lot of legalistic people saying, you can't do this and you can't do that or you're going to go to hell. When we hear all that stuff, we kind of feel like like going to God is a form of bondage. But in reality, God wants us to be free from those things because he knows those things are hurting us. And when we're not truly free from things that we can't walk away from and say, I don't want to do that anymore. So things of the world that people make you think it's freedom are not truly freedom. They hurt us and we can't stop doing them on our own. So you're not free from something you can't give up. Anyhow, that's what I have for you. Um, anyone who doesn't know Jesus, I just want to pray that you invite him into your heart and that you, you let him know that you need him and confess your sins to him and ask him for your forgiveness and ask him to help you to change. He will do it. He is faithful. Trust me. You don't have to say perfect words. You don't have to be perfect in everything you do just ask just call on god with a pure and sincere heart and he will come to you so that's all i have for you all today i pray that this has blessed you and i pray that you have a great weekend also see you soon